0: Hey, good morning, church. Don't tell Mandy, but I'm going to steal her music stand, okay? All right. Well, it's good to see y'all. Like Lee said, I, I hope that you had a, a great Thanksgiving. I didn't eat nearly as uh, the amount of quantity of, of poultry that, that the Epstein household did, but uh, the Duttons are proud to admit that, that we did our fair share in contributing as well. Um, but, um, you know, I'm always... I'm very, very grateful for this opportunity. Don and I are are grateful for this opportunity to to get to share uh, this morning with you. Um, So one of the things I'm grateful for is that I get to be able to tell the stories that that God has has let me live through and live out. Uh, Some of them are not always the the most humorous, but some of them are some of the best, right? so living for, for eight years as a, as a cross-cultural church planter taught me a lot of things. Uh, my family and I, for eight years, were sent by you, uh, New High Church, to be global workers in the great city, uh, SAR region of Hong Kong. Uh, but, you know, there were really two moments that kind of challenged me in what our talk for today uh, is all about. And one of those moments was uh, in the middle of a very busy, rushed crowded commute, which was one of thousands that I experienced uh, one, one particular morning. One morning, I was uh, having a meeting with one of the elders of our church to uh, discuss finances, discuss just some business items pertaining to, to New Heights Hong Kong. And um, the rule in Hong Kong is, if you want to get somewhere fast, you take the train. But if you want to sit down, you take the bus, okay? And I just wanted to sit down one particular morning. So I went to my 85K bus stop and waited for our double-decker, my double-decker bus to pick me up and take me into Central. I was meeting with one of our elders who was a really successful uh, hedge fund manager, and we were meeting at his private club that I should never have even been in. But anyways, we, <laughs> I, I, was, I was waiting for my bus, and I noticed that it was taking a little bit longer than normal, and when, I, when the bus finally arrived... I realized why because the bus was completely packed. So my my strategy of at least I'll get to sit down on the way to this meeting this morning was completely ruined. And so I climb into this bus, and it's packed as like I said. And so I do what I normally would do on my on my bus commutes. I I lean up against the wall, I'd set my bag down on the ground, and I'd stand on the, on the strap so that nobody could steal the, the bag and run out the bus at the next stop. And, and so, um, as we're going, apparently, I caught a driver that was, I hope it was his first day on the job because his knowledge and understanding of how acceleration and braking work were <laughs> not in alignment with how they should be. Uh, we were very much, uh, it was either slam on the brakes, hit the gas as fast as you can, jerking, jerking all the way through tunnels and underneath harbors trying to get us to Central Business District. But um, there was one particular moment where he slammed on the brakes to see if anybody was at a stop, which jerked all 300 of us in the bus forward, and then he realized nobody was there, so he slammed on the gas again, which jerked all of us back. And so it was like human pinball in the middle of this this double-decker bus headed to to Central, but... um, once I kind of got my wits back about me, I found my place again, leaned up against the wall, and put my heel back on what I thought was the, the strap of my bag. And a few minutes later, a few moments later, I I'm trying to look forward so I don't get car sick. I hear this little voice behind me in broken English say, Thank you. And I thought that was that was odd. And then I, I it gets a little louder, it goes, Thank you. It's like what? What's this? I'm not going to make eye contact with someone I'm not in this conversation with. And then it was a louder, thank you, thank you. And then finally, it was, I felt a nudge, a tap on my shoulder, and I turned around, there was this little bitty lady, and she's going, thank you, thank you, thank you. And I looked down, and my size 13 long wing was completely destroying her big toe. Oh. right? So I had accidentally, for moments, long time, been standing on top of her foot. And her response to me was, thank you. To which I realized... In her broken English, that was all that she could really say. And so in my broken Cantonese, I, I tell her, I'm so, so, so sorry. And she <laughs> replied in her, i probably hear other English words. She goes, you're welcome. And she carried on. But this poor little woman taught me a lot of theology that day in her broken English. And it's stuck with me to this day. And it's, it's, it's this idea, this theology of thankfulness, Right? It's this concept, this idea of thankfulness. If you have your Bible or your Bible app, kind of the, where we're gonna orbit around today, the main uh, concept or thought today is in 1 Thessalonians chapter five. We're gonna look at verses 17 and 18. This is what, what Paul says to this church that he planted in Thessalonica. He says, never stop praying. Be thankful in all circumstances for this is God's will for you who belong to Christ Jesus. And it's that idea of be thankful in all circumstances that sounds really, really good. It's easy to say, it's easy to put on a, a sweatshirt, it's easy to put on a coffee mug that you put your pumpkin spice lattes in, right, ladies? And it's easy to have that in front of you, but a lot of times it's really difficult to live that out. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so as we were preparing for this, we talked about like, why is it so difficult? Why is it a difficult concept for us to grasp to be thankful in, in all circumstances? Dawn, why why do you think yeah. that is so difficult? Yeah, great question,
1: Brad. And I think if you draw attention to the words in all circumstances, not for all circumstances, uh, just a few weeks ago i went to jamaica and visited my sister she has a non <laughs> ministry there and she i didn't get my luggage for 4 days do you think i was really thankful for that circumstance no however i was able to think about in that circumstance i got to borrow Clothes from my sister and live a much simpler life like in Jamaica. It's very simple life. I know you guys are saying, oh, poor Jamaica, whatever, but you know, it was a practice of that. And I believe it's more of an invitation to practice trusting in the Lord. Right before that phrase, it says, never stop praying. In some translations, it says, pray without ceasing. Or pray continually. And at the end of the verses, it says, this is God's will for you who belong to Christ Jesus. Ever ask yourself, what's God's will? <laughs> right here. This is one place in the Bible that it actually says, for it is the will of God for you to be, never stop praying and be thankful in all circumstances. You know, you and I t- have talked about how Thanksgiving, it's not really an emotion. It's really a posture, a posture of thanks. How do we practice that? How do we practice that? I believe it takes an act of faith. This last year um, was a very expensive year for the Stanford family. We, I was finishing up graduate school, we got one in college, we had a wedding and multiple unexpected medical expenses. And I remember years ago, someone telling me when you're writing the check or paying online, I know some people don't use checks anymore, but Right. say thank you. Thank you, Lord, that those funds are available right now. Sure, I may not have really wanted, especially for those medical expenses, to use it in that way. However, they were available. And in other seasons of life, they may not have. And so choosing to have really kind of rubber meets the road of practicing that, being thankful in all circumstances. Brad, what, what other ways has it been difficult? I know you've, you've had some other experiences.
0: Yeah, I think a lot of times why it's maybe difficult for us to say, and, and, and if we're honest, say it's difficult for me to be thankful in all circumstances. And it's like what you said. I think maybe it comes down to the fact that we as a people maybe have a fundamental misunderstanding of what thankfulness and gratitude really is. We tend to think of thanksgiving or thankfulness or gratitude or any of those other synonyms as an emotive reaction to an external force. And if that was the case, then it'd be easy to say, I'm thankful when things go good, right? It'd be easy to say, I'm thankful whenever I get a raise, I'm thankful whenever I got that new job, whenever somebody gifted me a car, whenever, I'm thankful whenever this happened and it was a positive uh, factor or reaction to me. It's, it's difficult based on that perception and that understanding to be thankful whenever you lose your job whenever you get that unexpected medical bill. It's difficult to be thankful when those external factors are what determine your thankfulness, right? You know, I, I, I enjoyed a lot of my time living in Hong Kong. I, I, there were some really, really great things. I missed some things about it, but I'll tell you right now, it was an extremely hard eight years. The concept of personal space is non-existent right? It's one of the most densely populated cities in the world. You live in the subtropics where for nine months out of the years, it's 95 degrees with 90% humidity. And then you toss in typhoons here and there. uh, And I called it three shower season where you would take a shower in the morning, you'd get showered on or sweat on in the afternoon, and then you'd have to take another shower at night, right? So just all of these environmental forces made it not an easy thing. Then on top of that, you add the very hard ground of cross-cultural church planting, of an extremely difficult spiritual condition in that city. And then on top of that, you add the political unrest and, and the riots and the protests that we had to live through. And then on top of that, you live through a pandemic. If I was to let external circumstances determine my thankfulness, I would would be standing up here a very angry, bitter, burned out toast of a former missionary. But what God used as an anchor and he's continuing to use as an anchor for myself and my family is what maybe he wants to use for an anchor to you today too. It's found in 1 Corinthians 15. 1 Corinthians 15, verse 58, says, "'So my dear brothers and sisters, "'be strong and immovable. "'Always work enthusiastically for the Lord, "'for you know that nothing you do for the Lord "'is ever useless.'" Other translations say that nothing is wasted. Nothing you do for the Lord is wasted. Now, it doesn't make, a year and a half later, after moving here, it doesn't make sense to me why there were days where I would have to pick up my five-year-old son and run to avoid being stuck in the middle of a riot and not get tear gassed. It doesn't make sense to me why the concept of, and when the message we would preach of we were created to live life in community with other people was such a foreign message. I could go on, it doesn't make sense why a bunch of these different circumstances occurred in our life. But what I can rest in is knowing someday, because of God's goodness, we'll begin to understand more and more why. Because nothing we did for the Lord will be wasted. We can stake our claim in that, right? So when when, when you and I were, were talking about stories and scripture and and kind of preparing for this. Mm -hmm. You mentioned, you know, one that's really been meaningful to you since you were a child.
1: Yes. Yes. It's the true story of the 10 lepers. It's not a parable. It's a true story. So follow along with me in your Bible, Bible app, or you can read it right here. It's Luke 17, 11 through 19. And it says, now on his way to Jerusalem, Jesus traveled along the border between Samaria and Galilee. As he was going into the village, 10 men who had leprosy met him. They stood at a distance and called out in a loud voice, Jesus, master, have pity on us. When he saw them, he said, go show yourselves to the priests. And as they went, they were cleansed. One of them, when he saw he was healed, came back, I remember when I was a child in Sunday school being taught this with the flannel graph. Anybody remember the flannel graph? Yes. Now we have the Bible story project, of course. Uh, But my Sunday school teacher had the, the flannel graph of Jesus and then the 10 lepers and they were walking away this way. And then just one of them turned around and here's Jesus. And the one came back. And I remember my Sunday school teacher laying the little figure down. Laying prostrate before the Lord, thanking and praising God that he was healed. This, to me, epitomizes the story of thankfulness in the Bible. Ask yourself, Like, when was the last time I lay prostrate before the Lord in thanksgiving? When was the last time this was a man who was not only an outcast as a leper, he was an outcast as a Samaritan. He was doubly an outcast in society. And Jesus healed him and welcomed him. He was doubly blessed. He had much to be thankful for. And he took the opportunity to turn around and go, thank
0: Jesus. Yeah. Good. And aren't you glad that was recorded and written down? Yes. Thank you, Lord. I think stories like that and other 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 passages in scripture, I think God recognizes that as a result of walking through the wilderness of this broken, sinful world, that we have a tendency to throw thankfulness aside. That we have a tendency to, to not be anchored to that hope that nothing we do for him is wasted. And 90% of us, according to this passage, statistically, are not going to be remembering the good things that he has done for us, right? And so that's why we have these passages of scripture written and recorded for you and I to look at and to rest on and reflect on and remember the goodness of God. I'm, I'm, I may be the first ever pastor to say I'm thankful for Leviticus chapter 23 from the pulpit today because Leviticus is not exactly the funnest book of the the Bible to preach from. But what it is, is it's so much utilitary bones of what a Christ-filled life can look like. I look at Leviticus chapter 23 and literally what it is, it's it's a calendar of festivals that the Jewish people are called to celebrate throughout the year. And, and the reason why I think God allowed that and, and, and had that written down in scripture is because, like I said, he understands our tendency to, to forget his goodness in the past and doubt his goodness for the future. And so literally six, seven times throughout their year, Jews were, were called to stop their work, stop, put everything on pause and celebrate what God had done in past generations. And so when they were able to, the idea is that if they could stop and remember how good God had been to them and the generations who came before them, then couldn't they therefore trust that God will be good to them in their generation and the generations ahead of them? And so I, I'm thankful that, that God put this down so that you and I can remember that, Right? Don, talk to us a little bit more about about thankfulness and and loving God through our thankfulness. I I
1: was thinking about, you know how our mission is love God passionately and love others tangibly. What if for today, um, instead of the word love, we inserted the word thanks as a practice of loving? So thank God passionately and thank God tangibly. Thank God passionately (laughs) through prayer and worship and counting our blessings and thank others tangibly through written notes or speaking words of thanks to someone or maybe giving a gift or an act of service as a tangible way to thanks. Just this week, someone in our body, you know who you are, gave me a handwritten thank you note. She personalized it to me. Simple, sweet, but very meaningful didn't take a whole lot of time. And so even though we're coming to a close with this season of thanksgiving, ask the Lord, how is he inviting you to live with a posture of thanks throughout the year? Ask the Lord.
0: That's good. Thank you. So this is your opportunity. This is where you get to kind of Take control of the sermon because this is—we don't have a whole lot of traditions here at New Heights Church, but one of the ones we love is the the uh, Thanksgiving Sunday where our church gets to stand up and share the things that we're thankful for. So, our, our microphone runners, uh, Mick and Linda, are going to be here. Um, if 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 you have something that you want to share, like Lisa, just maybe a minute, two minutes, because we want to provide as much time to as many people as possible to share the things that you are thankful for or a story. Uh, that God has has blessed you or others around you with, so that we could rejoice as a, as a, as a spiritual family together, if you will, just put your hand up in the air they 're looking for you and they 're going to run around and, and meet you who 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 would like to share who 's going to be the, the, the people who are going to get us started today All right, we have one over here, and then if it, while, while Mick's going, if we have any other people who would like to share, just go ahead and raise your hand and we'll get our mic people headed your way and, um, and, and we'll get that way started. Mick, go ahead.
2: Life. Life. Claude, my name is Claude and I'm a recent survivor of a stroke and it's all because of God's grace that I'm alive. So I'm thankful for life. Amen.
3: For Claude, Father, thank you so much for the incredible grace and life that you've poured out on Claude, and thank you for just this opportunity that he has uh, to come into your body and to praise you. Amen. Amen.
0: All right, I think we have, oh, Mr. Lee Moore, go ahead. So
2: I am fascinated by how God speaks and what he does, and when I walked in this morning, I saw Ryan Raina, and I could not get he and Ann out of my spirit, even before you guys started talking. So, and I kept going, am I supposed to get up and say something for thankfulness? And I went, boy, this is interesting. So I want to tell those two people how thankful I am for what they do. And they've had a large part of a huge amount of peace that exists in my home that passes all understanding. And I know they touch thousands of people. And I know what it looks like to minister in the emotional sacrifice of what they do. Mm-hmm. And I am thankful that God planted them in this church. Amen. And I appreciate them so much. And this church should too. Amen. 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 Amen.
4: Lee, thanks. Let me pray for the Joshua Center. Uh, Father, I thank you for birthing the Joshua Center and using Ryan and Anne. Um, to take a step of faith, to um, just trust you and God, the, the healing, the restoring, the reconciliation that's been done through the Joshua Center. Lord, we just say thank you. God, may it continue, may it grow, may you use it to advance your kingdom. And we pray this in your Son, Jesus' name. Amen.
0: Amen. Amen. Nick, do you have somebody?
3: Yeah, we've got Brian here.
4: Hey.
5: Hi, my name is Brian Bailey. Uh, a couple of months ago, my wife Leslie and I moved back from Colorado. We had been there for a little over seven years. Before that, I was on staff here at New Heights, and and it's just been such a blessing to be back in northwest Arkansas and to connect with our our three children and our three granddaughters and with this congregation. It's been, um, I, I just think about God's kindness to us and his provision for us, his grace, his generosity. And uh, I was telling Leslie earlier this morning, I said, man, I kind of feel like a spiritual wimp because I'm so much happier here than I was in Colorado. (laughs) But God bless you. And I thank you, God, for New Heights Church. Amen. 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 Well, Brian, I
0: just want to say that the as much as you're thankful to be in the body here, the body we're thankful that you and Leslie are, are here with us as well. Yeah. Thank you, guys. Thank you for what you've done. Um, thank you for the work you did in, in Colorado. Mick, would you just play, pray a blessing over the yeah, Bailey's? Yeah,
3: I'd love to. God, we thank you so much for the Bailey's. We thank you for, for their investment here, for their investment in Colorado. And, and God, I just thank you uh, for Brian's eyes that he can see you at work um, wherever he is. Um, and so we thank you for his praise of thankfulness this morning and we just pray continued blessing on them as they, as they continue to invest here in New Heights. That's right. and pray.
0: Amen. Amen. We still got time for your story. Who, wants, who would like to share? You just slip your hand up and then uh, we'll put it. Mick, I think there's some people back on the, on the bleachers and back over here. Um,
5: here we go.
6: Um, Hi. Um, We are greatly, deeply thankful for my daughter and son-in-law that moved here this summer. It's the first time we've ever lived close to family because we're military Mm -hmm. family. But we had the most incredible Thanksgiving this year. We had 10 internationals with us. We do that every year since Greg's moved here and teaches at the university. And it they stayed for five hours and nobody wanted to leave. It was it was an embracing family. It was just if I had brought out sleeping bags, they would have spent the <laughs> night. I'm quite sure of that because everybody nobody wanted to leave. And I, I knew it was just a God anointed thing. We always ask them to tell us what they're thankful for, and that just bonded us. I think in a, in a just incredible way, and we're just. Deeply grateful, deeply grateful for all.
3: Amen. Let me pray over that. God, thank you for the Parnells. Thank you for their welcoming heart. Um, And thank you for a culture here at New Heights that that we look toward the nations. We look toward those who need to be welcomed. Um, And we're so grateful for just this atmosphere that was created Mm. um, at the Parnells. We thank you for that, God. Yes. Let Let me pray. Amen.
0: Amen. Amen.
5: I'm thankful for my sister, Lily, because
4: she's always there for me.
0: <laughs> oh.
4: Um I'm going to pray. Father, thanks yes. for siblings. Thanks for Dawson and Lily and for Brad and Charity and the way that they live out you to a world that's watching. And I pray that you would keep Lily and Dawson just close, that they would mutually encourage each other throughout their uh, years growing up. And thanks for this blessing. Amen. 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 Thank you.
0: Who else? We've probably got time for one, two, three, maybe some. There's some here in the middle. All right. Don, do you see someone? Okay.
7: hi my name is uh, Stephanie I'm from Indonesia I want to thankful to God for his presence with me that he not leave me uh, when I move here in January for and give the opportunity with the scholarship to continue as a master student here and also I want to thankful for uh, because of the long process after long process, my family also can join with me in Amen. June, so we can wow. together here. And we also thankful for all the goodness, all the kindness for all the Fatfield people that welcome us. And we have a lot of uh, experience how good uh, fat feel here. And then yeah, all the people that really bless us too much. I'm thankful also for New Heights. Thank you. Amen. Can you?
0: Can you share with us what your, your your family's name is? They're joining you in June. We're going to pray for your family.
7: Oh, it is my husband. His name is Ring, and they're uh, twins in the uh, in the Sunday school. They are Michelle oh, they're and Rachel.
0: Okay, great, yeah. great, great, great. Brad, you, do you want to pray for them? Yes, God, I just I thank you for this precious family and how you brought them to our f- spiritual family. God, we pray that uh, we will be able to bless them and minister to them during this season of. Uh, of study, uh, God, we pray that that we would be able to provide for them uh, exactly what they need. Uh, we're thankful. We're thankful that the nations have come here and that we get to bless and minister to the nations in our front yard. We love you. It's in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you. Thank you.
1: So Ronnie and I moved here in um, April. I'm again, going to New Heights Church, and one of the prayers that I had was that God would give us friends. And so out of his abundance, I wanted to thank God for that today. Um, Some of you I only see on Sunday, but I look for you. (laughs) And some of you um, we walk with during the week, and I'm so thankful for that and uh, what this church has meant to us, and I
4: appreciate it. Amen. Amen. Father, I thank you for Cammie and Ronnie and just um, them being a part of this body of believers. And I pray that they would be people that would mutually encourage one another and that they too uh, would be encouraged by this body of believers. We thank you for bringing them here. God continue to use them to advance your kingdom. Amen.
0: Amen. Amen.
8: Hi, my name is Omar. I'm I'm thankful for many things, for New Heights, for how they live at the vision of loving God passionately and people tangibly. I'm thankful for the prayer team for Jean and Doug, for Jamil and Robin. Not just praying but following up and just asking me. And for Beth and Kane, the community group, I was there with them and it encouraged me to join community group because what I saw there, what I saw them doing was only what I saw in movies. Like, oh, so this is not make believe. People can naturally live at group of men just praying and studying the Bible was like, okay, like so I'm just thankful for many things like ah uh, I've grown, I'm not reading the Bible for, okay, me, 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 me Our God is changing me, uh, the things have passed through answers to prayers, like, I was looking for a school for my daughter and I've completely given up hope and just by a miracle, the school showed up so I'm just thankful for lots of answered prayers. I'm just really thankful for the community in New Heights. so yeah I can share with my siblings now that you know what whatever it is you're doing is bigger than you there's a difference. You need to really just read the Bible and just take it literally down, looking for okay, bless me, bless me, bless me So yeah, yeah. I'm thankful for that. <laughs> I
0: love that. Love that. Yeah. Don, will you, will you pray for Oma and her family?
1: Yes, Lord Jesus, thank you so much for Oma and what she brings and contributes to the body of Christ here at New Heights and that she sees the importance of living in community. We were not meant to do things on our own, but to live in community. And so thank you for the beautiful blessing of that and how she's grown and how she contributes to us too. Um, Thank you, Lord, for her in Jesus' name.
0: Amen, amen. Amen. All right, I think we have time for maybe, like I said, one or two, one more round, we'll say it that way. All right. All right. Looks like Linda got there first, go ahead. Uh,
1: I would
4: just say, um, just like you were saying earlier, when we can be thankful, um, not for our circumstances, but in them, uh, we've had some challenges
1: over the last couple months. and. One of the things that I read, um, Katie Davis-Major, she does the Kisses from Katie blog, and I read both of her books, and something she said in there was, she doesn't thank God for the suffering, but she thanks God for the intimacy with Jesus and that suffering, and so I just want to thank God for that, that there have just been little
4: blessings along the way through that.
0: That's great. Thank you. Linda, will you put her right over the over the Huckabees?
4: Yeah. Father, thanks for the Huckabees thanks for walking them through valleys. And God, that you're with them, that the promise of your word says you'll never leave us nor forsake us. And God, that they would continue to speak of you in the midst of the storms and that you would be the one to navigate them. I pray this in your son, Jesus name.
0: Amen. Amen. Thank you. Thank you. Mick, all the way in the back here.
5: Yeah, um, I wanted to say thank you actually for the university. And I think it's also a huge prayer request as I look, I bet about one out Probably of four journey. of us is somehow directly connected to the university there through work, through study, through family. Um, even though they traditionally ruin my Saturdays in the fall um, <laughs> and in the spring, sometimes also Wednesdays and Thursdays in the spring. So thank you for Coach Pittman and Coach Musselman as well. Um, but, but no, really, I mean, golly, thank you so much for the work got does in and through the university. Um, and I guess I challenge all of us to pray for the university as well. That's good. That's good.
3: Yeah, I'd love to pray for that. Thank God, you, thank you so much for the Acostas. Thank you for their investment there for so many here who are invested in the university, and, and just the tremendous calling that you've given us to shepherd and disciple college students who come here um, from all over the country um, to, to walk them closer with you and, and to just be a blessing. Um, as so many come here. And so uh, help us to just steward that calling well um, and and to be faithful, uh, to love and invest in the university. And it's in your name we pray, amen.
0: Amen, all right. One last one, Janie.
9: Doug and I talked on the way to church and I said, no, I'm not gonna say anything and here I am. Like (laughs) you, Lee, I saw two people that I love dearly when I came in and I haven't seen them in a while and their life's work has lived out loving God passionately and people tangibly, Mm -hmm. and that's Sean and Anita Schwartzman and their family, what they've done for our community at large, the sacrifices they've made, uh, the beautiful picture they are of Jesus, and for the hope that's the future, you two, without you all, we wouldn't be going down that road of um, the property, and the housing that's gonna be built, those dreams are, are gonna come true. So I'm Amen. so thankful for you too. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Janie, would you would you pray a blessing over the Schwartzman's and over, over Potter's house?
9: Father God, we are humbled and grateful for your presence in our lives and for the way that you use us. And you use people in our midst in a powerful way who who always remember the poor and who remember those who are less fortunate and who sacrifice themselves. And I thank you for Sean and Anita and the Potter's House Ministry, the thrift store, all the people who have given to it and who continue to serve in it. Lord Jesus, we thank you so much That's and right. pray your blessings over it in your name. Amen.
0: Amen. Thank you. Thank you to all of you who, who shared. Thank you to our mic runners this morning. You know, for some of you, maybe you, you, you just don't have the, the words to, to, to share out loud, but, but I think Thanksgiving is something that can well up in all of us. So what we wanted to do today to close us was for us as a spiritual family, to pray words that have been spoken and prayed for centuries by believers, and so we've we 've chosen a, a prayer of thanksgiving from the Book of Common Prayers that we want to invite you to to be a part of. Don and I will read the uh, the, the first part you 'll read the the bold right and and, and so um, this will be a way to give words to what your spirit uh, is experiencing so will you stand with me and let's let's allow this to be a moment of of, of worship and prayer as we recite these words and and say these words that, that countless brothers and sisters around the world have said with us, okay? Let's give thanks to God, our Father, for all his gifts so freely bestowed upon us, for the beauty and wonder of your creation in earth and sky and sea.
1: For all that is gracious in the lives of men and women revealing the image of Christ.
0: We thank you, Lord. For our daily food and drink, our homes and families and our friends. We thank you, Lord. For minds to think and
1: hearts to love and hands to serve.
0: We thank you, Lord. For health and strength to work and leisure to rest and play. We thank you,
1: Lord. For the brave and courageous who are patient in suffering and faithful in adversity.
0: We thank you, Lord. For all valiant seekers after truth, liberty, and justice, thank you.
1: For the communion of saints in all times and places, we thank you, Lord.
0: above all, we give you thanks for the great mercies and promises given to us in Christ Jesus, our Lord. To, to him, him be praise
1: be and glory, glory with, with you, you O, o Father, Father, and the and Holy, Holy Spirit, now, now and, and forever.
6: forever.
1: Amen.
0: Amen. Amen.